Okay, so I don't know about you, but I have been anxiously waiting for an awesome thriller the entire year. Mm. Well, you know, I really didn't know what to expect for myself coming into this film that we're going to be talking about here. And I just, I wasn't sure, you know, because the trailers, there's some of them out there that kind of make it look like it was going to be maybe a bit of like a horror film. So I wasn't sure if it was treading that line between horror and thriller. So I was definitely curious, maybe a little bit anxious going into this movie. I gotcha. Either way, we tackle the twists and turns today and the new suspense mystery, Searching. Okay, so this movie actually premiered at Sundance Film Festival this year. And surprise, it was another one we couldn't get into. Mm-hmm. It was quickly picked up by uh, Screen Gems for U.S. release. And this film was actually shot only using screens. So when we see this story unfold, it's actually mainly through smartphone video, computer screens, the news, and um, even CCTV footage. And we have a little clip for you now. I'm Margo. I'm 15. Student. 911, what's your emergency? I'm calling to report a missing person. Okay, who is this regarding? My daughter. I'm the detective assigned to your daughter's case. I need to know how everything unfolded. Understood. I think we're gonna go late, like, all night. One, after a study session, Margot didn't return home. Margot Kim, school has her marked as absent today. Two, she didn't attend school on Friday. My daughter is in a lesson with you right now. Margot canceled her classes six months ago. And three, she's been transferring funds for the last six months. So you heard there David Kim, who is played by John Cho. And he is on a hunt after his 16-year-old daughter, Margot, goes missing. We have a local detective, Rosemary Vick, who's played by Deborah Messing, and is assigned to the case along with John. And when we go for almost 48 hours without any kind of lead, David has to take matters into his own hands. David decides to break into his daughter's phone and laptop to find out what Margot has really been up to. And... At that point, it's can David and Detective Vic connect all the clues in Margot's digital footprint to really find out where she is and if she's still alive? Yeah, it's such a compelling story. And everybody, every review you see, every article about this movie is going to be talking about how this film was shot through the various screens that we encounter in our everyday lives. But I was digging a little bit further into this and... While this is not the first movie to actually use screens as a medium to tell stories, it looks like it actually is the first one to do it in its entirety. So um, there were a few other examples I saw out there of other films that do this, but nowhere near the caliber of searching. You know, I was hugely impressed with how the director and writer Anish Chaganti and his team weaved together such a compelling story where you didn't actually leave the screen. John Cho was shot with the computer camera most of the time, and most of us have smartphones these days, and the cameras on there have gotten really good, but they're still nowhere near, you know, a film camera. So 
there there is that a little bit if you want to say kind of a distance between us and the the characters to act through that to make it clear to emote and you know those cameras are like dead on your face too (laughs) it's not exactly always the most flattering angle I think you know the acting was just out of this world particularly John Cho who you know we've seen him in Star Trek as Sulu a lot of people know him through Harold and Kumar but this film really proves what he can do as an actor that he can hold a film a thriller and not just a traditional one it was fantastic you know the acting the blocking the pacing so fresh and compelling I just really loved it yeah you know I haven't seen this since since the Blair Witch Project and it's such a new way of portraying a thriller that we really haven't seen at this size it feels super modern we all know those sounds and we hear them every day the iPhone ding the FaceTime ringing and it's just such a nice fresh take on the thriller category you would think it would almost be a hindrance to be stuck behind that digital camera lens but instead it actually makes it feel so authentic it makes it actually feel like it's everyday life and this could really happen and you know like you said earlier the pacing is just right throughout the film. Characters are extremely developed and they work great together. The director brought in some caliber, well-known enough celebrities and you really start to get truly invested in this family very early in the movie. John Cho has really graduated from that Harold and Kumar, you know, go to White Castle, stoner kind of headspace to actually showing his true acting abilities and It's actually the first Hollywood thriller with a headlining Asian-American actor. And I hope with this and the new popular Crazy Rich Asians is proof that Hollywood is really trying to diversify their cast. Yeah, and I'm glad you actually brought that up. You know, Crazy Rich Asians is very deservedly getting a lot of attention right now. And if you haven't seen it, (laughs) Tuesday guilty (laughs) then you must go but this film uh, searching is also Asian American in front of the camera and behind the director Anish is Indian American and his storytelling you can go and like look at the the videos that he's done previously he did a little video for Sundance that kind of describes his own filmmaking journey and he just likes telling stories in creative ways like one of his movies was uh, he shot a movie that ran basically backwards it told the story backwards he was talking about which sounds like really cool uh, just out of the box uh, storytelling and it's exciting to see these fresh diverse faces in front and behind the camera telling fresh exciting stories that are accessible to everybody and I love how this film in particular did not focus on the ethnicity of the characters that didn't matter for this story and that that came in no way at all it was never an issue or even discussed it was not a concern or anything and Anish was telling in an NPR interview something that I thought was just really interesting and, and I'm paraphrasing here but he said that in most films with Asian American actors you usually have to explain what is the Asian hook like, why is this family Asian? But in Searching, uh, he said that there, there's nothing about this film that explains that. And following that up, John Cho was in that same interview. He said that an actor of any race could have played 
his role could have been the family and quote the fact that it doesn't have to be an Asian American film makes me want to claim it as an Asian American film which I just thought was brilliant and how refreshing you don't have to have a fresh off the boat sitcom to explain why someone is a certain ethnicity that it's just understood that this could happen to any race any religion any creed and it doesn't even have to be brought up exactly i just i feel like maybe finally please yes that we are turning that page like you said a tuesday that we are starting to get these films that they can be a story about ethnicity like in crazy rich asians or it could just be any story and any face could be in it. And it's just, I, I mean, I love John Cho. I mean, I loved him as Sulu in Star Trek for sure because I'm a Trekkie. Nerd. I'm so excited for him. I want to see him in more stuff because he's so freaking good. And there was something else I wanted to touch on. You know, this movie is a really good example of how little we really know between fathers and daughters or a parent and a child or honestly, really two people under one roof. Technology isn't really connecting us like we want it to. It's really separating us. And even being under one roof, how little you can know about someone who, you know, you even share blood with and you just, you don't necessarily know their day-to-day life as much as you think. I'm glad you actually brought up this point as well. Hollywood has struggled for years on how to like represent technology, uh, express it on the screen to either really futuristic like Terminator or really fantastical like what you see in The Matrix or, you know, you, you could go to any movie where there's anything to do with like the internet, particularly thriller spy movies, and they have these digital representations of like you zooming through the internet, which, you know, okay, great, fine, that's a lot of fun. You know, it, it, it just, it's never been real or authentic in any way and only recently are we starting to get films that are kind of grappling with social media in our daily lives as a medium you know it really resonated with searching and it also reminded me of earlier this year eighth grade where the internet and social media have a big role in uh, Kayla the character in that movie in her life yeah and talk about another father-daughter relationship where they might as well on be on two different planets but <laughs> exactly you know there's no need to fantasize technology anymore it's here so throw it in our faces we're okay like we can handle it there were parts where we all laughed because we completely related to the technology that we're surrounded in right now so even though it was a thriller it the re- the relatable aspects were incredible yeah And can I just say, kind of going back to the story, no spoilers, but the twists and turns in this film had me guessing every time, which as a film critic, seeing as many movies, you know, as you and I do Tuesday, it's hard to stump me. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I definitely thought it was going in one direction and whoo, boy, did it not. I think it gave me like three or four good, whoa, I did not see that coming uh, moments. So definitely go see this movie. Don't spoil it for your friends because it's just too much fun. Let them come in fresh. Any final thoughts? Well, I know we're nearing towards the end of the year, but this might be the thriller of the year. I mean, this was the one that really kept me on the edge of my seat. She's called it. Put it in stone. Well, that is it for this episode. You can find us on a screen near you. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. We love to hear from our fans. Let us know what you thought of searching. Thanks for listening. Bye.